Welcome to another episode of Reclaiming Your Healing, Restoring Your Hope. I am one of your hosts, Dr. Opal Garman. I'm here with my good friend, Lori West. So we're going to talk about hydration this month. We're talking all about hydration. Mm -hmm. But what we're talking about today is how hydration can create thick blood. Now, you may have never heard this before, and that's okay, because we're always here to produce new information, maybe that you haven't heard that may make you think a little bit. Right. So, yeah. So it's summer right now, right? We all need, we all know we need increased water, mm-hmm. right? But I know, actually, I saw someone this morning in the office that, thank you for pulling me in. <laughs> I was drift. I was getting way worse. She was. Um, saw somebody this morning that had headache. And, um, it was from dehydration over the Mm -hmm. weekend. So she was busy with fun, fun family activities, Mm -hmm. father's day cookout, cooking outside in this heat. And you just forget. Yeah. She forgot about, you know, she has little kids Mm -hmm. and she came in with a very strong headache today. So you ran into the same thing on Wednesday. A a girl has taken her family to Florida. Yes. And they had all kinds of fun and she was just jacked up. Like yeah, her, like, everything yeah. was jacked up and it was from dehydration. So her, what she means by jacked up is her lymph was all congested. I was doing all kinds of releasing and different things for her. And I mean, even her jaw was Everything tight, was tight. You know? Everything was tight. It just felt like she could not, there was no fluid movement or flow in her body. Mm-hmm. Um, if that, if you, if you can understand that or that makes sense, everything was tight from the top of her head all the way to her feet. And so we really stressed hydration because I felt like that was the cause of what was, she was going through too. Mm-hmm. So ta- let's talk about, let's talk about this thick blood. Let's talk about okay. how this actually happens, Lori. So sometimes you enter the world with thick blood because mama has thick blood because she's chronically dehydrated and... Um, so sometimes, you know, you just kind of show up that way, but sometimes it could also be from, you know, the high fat diets that we have going on right now. Um, I know the keto diet is like, it's not the latest and greatest because it's been here for a while, right? but people want to lose weight fast. And so they go keto and those high fat, high protein diets will definitely dehydrate you. Mm -hmm. Um, fats are going to bog down the liver. The liver can't process the blood, um, filter the blood like it needs to. And so it's going to produce thicker blood. When your liver's slow, it's going to produce thicker blood. Thick blood is going to cause all kinds of issues in your Mm -hmm. body. The headache, the lymph congestion, muscle spasticity, Mm -hmm. all over muscle spasticity. It, yes. Um, my husband's the world's worst at staying hydrated. He's too busy, he says. And he'll wake up middle of the night with a horrendous, you know, muscle cramp. And I'm like, hmm, how much water did you drink? Mm-hmm. Don't they love that question? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. So true. Another thing that will dehydrate you that everybody, not everybody, but 90% of us do is we drink coffee every morning mm-hmm. and that dehydrates you and it will set you up first thing in the morning. Oh, I got to have my coffee. We drink it and we're set up for the rest of the day to be dehydrated for the rest of the day. 
Right. And then you're kind of like chasing uh, what feels like a lot of times a losing battle because mm-hmm. a lot of times you're not drinking, you know, the recommended mm-hmm. amount anyway. Mm-hmm. And then with the coffee, then you actually deepened your hole. You're, <laughs> you're digging your hole a little bit right. deeper before you even get started. Yeah, exactly. So you were dehydrated the day before. You went all night without drinking because you were sleeping. You get up before you drink water or anything. You have your cup of coffee. So you you just dug your hole even deeper mm-hmm. and deeper. And eventually that's going to catch up with you. <clears throat> Heart issues a lot of times are caused by thick blood coming right. out of the liver because your heart is stressed because it's having to pull up thick blood. It's having to work really hard. That's number one cause of high blood pressure. Yeah, that causes a lot of issues. She talked about it will overwork your heart uh, over time and it could lead to issues that are far more compromising to the heart, like, you know, strokes and um, um, heart attacks and all kinds mm-hmm. of these things. Seizures. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, we won't, we always are talking about things to decrease the load or the stress to the liver because we want your liver as healthy as possible so that your heart is too also working very efficiently because the blood it's pulling up then is clean. And also it's not thick and causing you all kinds of other health problems. Right. Right. And if you think about it, if you have thick blood going in, you know, your liver coming out, going into your heart, now you've got it going into your lungs, your kidneys, your brain. Mm -hmm. I would think that would cause some brain fog. Because things aren't working. Yeah. Or sluggishness or fatigue to, you know, mm. all those good things. And that's where the headaches too come into. Yeah. All those things come into play from that too. So another, um, some more things that cause thick blood besides not drinking enough water would be um, medications, pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Because yeah. we're on so many pharmaceuticals. Yes. So, yeah. So even like, you know, pharmaceuticals. Vaccinations can be another cause of that. Also toxicity and, you know, just the foods that you, or the yard sprays is what I'm thinking. Pesticides. Yeah. Pesticides and those sort of things. Um, Cause that's, you know, people are spraying their yards and doing lots of those things. So that can be an issue as well. We don't think about those things necessarily affecting our liver or causing us to have thick blood. We just think, you know, our body will take care of it. But over a period of years of using those things, and using chemicals to clean your house with, you know, those things can become a cumulative effect mm-hmm. on the body and the liver and be producing the very things we're talking about. So we're all trying to decrease the load on our liver so we can increase our healing capacity and our body's ability to heal. So these are just some of the things that we want to bring to your right. attention so that you can do. You know, you, you mentioned the pesticides and environmental toxins. I mean, it could be as simple as burning candles in your house. You know, you burn a candle in your house, it might burn for a couple hours and then it stops. But that residue, that film Mm -mm. of that candle burning is going to remain in your house and you're just going to breathe it in all day long. That's going to be hard on your liver. Perfumes. I mean, the the list goes on and on and on. Like she said, household chemicals. So making little changes like your shampoo, your soap, your cleaning products, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, maybe switching to some essential oils to diffuse to make your house smell good, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. Those really do make a difference. 
They do. And they seem small and insignificant, but we're just trying to decrease the overall load that the body is carrying. And so all of these things are effective. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though they seem like little things, they're all effective at decreasing that overall load. So that's going to help overall for you to heal better and feel better. So absolutely. So I have a couple more things written down. I have salt. Oh yeah. So salt is going to put water, water, like in your body fluid in places it doesn't belong. And it takes it from places it does belong and puts it in places it doesn't belong. So it will literally dehydrate your lymphatic system. Yeah. And your lymphatic system is directly tied to your liver, which is directly tied to your immune system. Yes. So you don't think, oh, I'm putting some salt on here. You don't think, oh, I'm decreasing my immune system, Mm -hmm. but you kind of are. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, small moderation, very little salt because it's also a dehydrator as well. Right. Right. And then an inappropriate transport and then cooked foods. So I love cooked foods. I love them because they're comforting. Well, she loves to eat people. Let's get I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I like any food, but yeah, that's really the bottom line. You do like any, food. I do, mm-hmm. but I can eat raw all day. But at the end of the day, my body wants like a steamed potato or air fried potatoes mm-hmm. or something warm, some I mean, steamed just zucchini warm. squash, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or but good. if you constantly eat cooked foods from sunup to sundown and you never eat any raw, like fresh fruit, um, fresh vegetables, anything like that, you, you will become chronically dehydrated because foods are very hydrating, especially your greens. They're full of mineral salts and full of um, that liquid, that magical liquid that goes into your cells. Even the herbs outside. I mean, if you have a little herb garden in your backside outside your house or you know all those little herbs are just so bountiful in nutrients for you too and also Mm -hmm. hydrating as well so and you can even put those in your water too well see right now what's in season berries strawberries blueberries raspberries all those are in season Mm -hmm. so that's amazing oh yeah it is amazing okay so yeah and you can put berry yeah berries infused in water i've always found Delicious. You like that? I don't. I'm, yeah, I, I, I do like that. You yeah, don't. I don't like that. I do. Yeah. I think it's absolutely refreshing. So to have fruit. To, to each their own. It's all good. I'm surprised you don't. It. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. I'd rather just eat the berries. Yeah. So we hope that's some of the ways that you, and also soda. We didn't mention soda. Oh, yeah. I have soda written down somewhere. There yeah. it is. Oh, wine. Oh, yes. Well, we probably, Yeah. My handwriting's terrible. I thought that said urine. Oh, your handwriting is bad. That does look like urine. <laughs> but I say alcohol of any kind is extremely dehydrating. dehydrating. So if you want a glass of wine in the evening, make sure you're very hydrated before and very hydrated after. And honestly, mm-hmm. doing all that hydration is too much of a pain. So I just skip the wine. Because it's yeah. just not worth all well, that Well, I'm effort. with you. <laughs> I mean, I like wine, but it's not mm-hmm. worth all of that. Yeah, I'm with you. So, yeah. So, those are the things that can dehydrate you. So, you can find all kinds of ways. We did a previous podcast on hydration and just putting lemon and honey in your water and how hydrating that is. And um, <clears throat> all kinds of things you can do with your water to make it more hydrating, right? Right. And so we're actually doing, for those that are listening to the podcast, we're actually doing a couple of lives. So you can do, you can catch this um, 
on Facebook Live under liver, liver Rehab or Upper Cervical Chiropractic of Tulsa. And I have somebody that commented on here. I am the same way. It seems my body craves something cooked. This is Melanie. Um, by lunch or for sure by dinner. Yes, we like that comfort food, mm -hmm. don't we? Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like you, you can have, you know, a salad or you can have a carrot or you can have, you know, just these little things. Fruit is easy. Do you know what I like to do? I like to mix them. So, like, if I have a steamed potato, I dump it on a bed of greens. Yeah. Or if I'm steaming zucchini, mm -hmm. I bet like yesterday I did zucchini, squash, and tomatoes, and I dumped it on a big pile of greens and just went to town. Mm -hmm. So you're getting cooked, but yet you're getting some raw. Now, sometimes people think, well, if I eat cooked and raw, then it's going to give me lots of flatulence, <laughs> which is gas. <laughs> but for some reasons, for some reason, greens do not do that. Mm -hmm. Greens... I mean, they don't do it to me, and I'm pretty gassy. Only like cabbage or cauliflower or, or broccoli or oh. Brussels sprouts. Those would. Those mm -hmm. would, yeah, for sure. But the just the greens, like the, you know, just the... Just like greens, just leafy greens. Yeah, those aren't, those Th aren't those usually your cul... Those right. aren't usually the culprit for if you have gas, so... So what should we do if you think you have big blood? What should be some things for you to do? Well... Decreasing is, you know, I, I would bring it before God, but also because there's so many things you can do, right? You can decrease the chemicals that you're around, right? You can change your cleaning products. You can ch hydrate yourself. You know, maybe that's where you need to start is hydration. I mean, God's the only one that knows. You could get some coconut water. <laughs> you could grab you some bananas. <laughs> oh, that one looks a little brown, but we're prepped. Yeah. Um. But that's what we're doing right now. So um, you can do all kinds of things. Start with one thing. Don't try to do everything. Just start with one thing. Whatever God tells you, whatever is the easiest thing to do, that's time. That's time to you. Yeah, time to you. Um, um, you forgot. What? Celery juice. Oh, yes. We do say that a lot here. But mm -hmm. celery juice actually thins your blood. Mm-hmm. So not yeah. only is it hydrating on a cellular level. Or det and detoxing you and detoxing you, but it's thinning your blood. How does it thin your blood? Just what we said. It's cleaning Clean the liver. The liver. It's cleaning that filter out. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's good. A, it's amazing. Okay. So we hope you've enjoyed this podcast today. Thanks for joining us. We um, love you guys. And as always, take everything we say before God. Let him be the guide, leader, and healer in your healing journey. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.